for ReachMD. This is Audio Abstracts. I'm Dr. Bradley Morgenstern, gastroenterologist at Stony Brook University Medicine and a member of Crohn's and Colitis Foundation's Rising Educators, Academics, and Clinicians Helping IBD Group, or REACH IBD. I will be reviewing an article recently published in the Inflammatory Bowel Diseases Journal titled Anti-TNF-Alpha Treatment After Surgical Resection for Crohn's Disease is Effective Despite Previous Pharmacodynamic Failure. Anti-TNF-Alpha Therapy is a frequently used treatment for refractory pediatric and adult Crohn's disease. Many patients, however, either don't respond to anti-TNF-Alpha therapy or lose their response over time, known as primary non-response or secondary loss of response, respectively. When non-response or loss of response occurs in the setting of adequate serum drug levels without anti-drug antibodies, it is considered to be a pharmacodynamic failure. There are two hypothesized mechanisms to explain this phenomenon. The first is that pharmacodynamic failure is due to a change in disease course to a non-TNF-alpha-driven pathway requiring a switch to a medication with a different mechanism of action. The second hypothesis is that high tissue levels of TNF-alpha combined with local hypoxia serve as a sink of anti-TNF-alpha, causing tissue levels of anti-TNF-alpha to be insufficient to neutralize local TNF-alpha production. To test this second hypothesis, the authors of this study performed a retrospective multi-center cohort study from centers in Europe and Israel examining pediatric patients with Crohn's disease who underwent intestinal resection were treated with anti-TNF-alpha for post-operative recurrence. They subdivided these patients into two groups for comparison, those who did not receive anti-TNF-alpha therapy before surgery and those who had failed anti-TNF-alpha therapy before surgery despite adequate serum drug levels defined as infliximab levels greater than 3 micrograms per milliliter and adalimumab levels greater than 5 micrograms per milliliter. Data was examined at 14 weeks and one year after initiation and again at the end of follow-up with a median time of 1.8 years. Clinical indices included a physician global assessment score, pediatric Crohn's disease activity index, and calprotectin measurements. At the time of surgery, the two groups were similar in baseline demographics including gender, disease phenotype, physician global assessment, serum inflammatory markers, and calprotectin. A total of 53 children ranging in age from 6 to 18 were included for analysis, of which 18 patients had failed preoperative anti-TNF-alpha therapy, and 35 patients were naive to anti-TNF-alpha therapy. Distribution of disease was 40% ileal disease, 40% ileocolonic disease, and 13% isolated colonic disease, with no significant difference between the two groups. The median time between surgery and starting anti-TNF-alpha therapy was 8 months. All patients who had received anti-TNF-alpha therapy before surgery resumed the same agent post-surgery. 94% of patients also started an immunomodulatory agent in combination with anti-TNF-alpha therapy. Results of the study showed no significant differences between the two groups at 14 weeks and 12 months of treatment when examining outcomes including changes in physician global assessment, pediatric Crohn's disease activity index, serum and stool inflammatory markers, and anthropometric variables such as weight, height, and body mass index. 
Of 32 patients who had a postoperative colonoscopy at 6 to 12 months after surgery, mucosal healing was observed in 15 patients and did not differ between groups. At the end of follow-up, 43 patients remained on anti-TNF-alpha therapy with no significant difference between the two groups. This study demonstrates that patients who have failed anti-TNF-alpha therapy and gone on to surgery may still benefit from post-operative anti-TNF-alpha therapy despite preoperative pharmacodynamic failure. It further supports the hypothesis that extreme inflammatory burden at the tissue level may overwhelm the ability of anti-TNF-alpha antibodies to neutralize local TNF-alpha production. If this is the mechanism of failure, it may suggest that these patients may require further increase in anti-TNF-alpha dosing beyond current treatment algorithms. It also suggests that patients with limited disease refractory to anti-TNF-alpha therapy may benefit from an early surgical approach. If you are interested in this topic, or others on Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, the Inflammatory Bowel Diseases Journal brings the most current information in clinical and basic sciences to the physicians caring for patients with IBD and investigators performing research in IBD and related fields. Each issue contains cutting-edge original basic science and clinical articles on diagnosis, treatment, and management of Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis from clinicians and researchers around the world. The IBD Journal is the official journal of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. For more information on the foundation, please visit www.crohnscolitisfoundation.org. This has been a presentation of Audio Abstracts. For more information and for reference links to this article in the Inflammatory Bowel Diseases Journal, visit ReachMD.com.